Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Upload VR Gamescast. I am your host for this week, Jamie Feldham. We are here to talk about all the new news in the world of VR gaming, films, general content. To go through this mad world with me is the one, the only Harry Baker. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. An exciting week of, uh, of VR content to go through. Some interesting stuff to talk about this week. Some stuff I'm excited to get into. How's your week been? Yeah. It's been it's been a busy one. I've been yeah. playing Green Hell, which we're going to yeah. get to in a bit. Mm-hmm. Lo- mm-hmm. Lots of interesting things to say about Green Hell. Uh, probably not the conversation you're going to be expecting about it, which is quite quite promising. Mm. Have you been playing much in VR this week? I have been playing mostly uh, some Little Cities, which we've both been playing. Oh, yes, um, yep. which I have lots of lots of thoughts on that and. Perhaps similar to Green Hell, some some things that uh, you might not be expecting. I think I've kind of fluctuated with how I what I've thought about it mm. as I've played. Mm. Um, and then besides that, I had a good friend in VR, and I kind of watched him play Alex, like the first three chapters of Alex, which was a fun experience to watch. On I had it on the TV, so I was sitting in the lounge just doing other stuff. He was playing through it. That was uh, a nice little refresher and reminder of some stuff that I kind of forgotten about that that did really well. Um, and he was just kind of fascinated by the whole thing. It's always nice to see through someone else's eyes, uh, yeah. especially like he's a big Half-Life fan. And they're just little things. He's finding so many details in the world that I was like, wow, I just kind of walked past that and did not even yeah. notice. Um, yeah. So super interesting to kind of watch that through someone else's eyes, see how someone else plays it as well, because it's just such a yeah ways to approach that kind of thing. It's always interesting to remember just how, uh, just the kind of reverence that a lot of people hold that game with as well, because I was talking to the... Alchemy Labs guys yesterday for an article that's coming later down the line and they were just talking about how like you know they felt like they almost didn't need to do a shooter or anything because Alex just did so much of it so well and it will be like the definitive shooter for years to come and I, then I, I I jumped back into it too this week as well to try it with a haptic vest which I'll uh, mm. I'll talk about um, probably this weekend they'll have an article on that so that's quite a shocking experience, you might say. <laughs> anyway, we'd like to thank our members who subscribe to us on YouTube. Thank you so much for uh, watching the podcast, supporting Upload with your financial commitments. You are uh, Lucas Longacre, Anthony Mann, Wexford, Robert Canonas times two, Handy Panama, Daniel Barwin, Jerome Houston, Andrew King, Skiva 007, Sexy, Sexy Bicycle, Matthew May, Rick Tet, 360 Pickable, Smash Reality, Adam Hartzell, and John Westra. If you would like to support us, please consider being a member. Buy some merch. It's got our logo on it. We have a really cool logo. Look at that. No company has ever used this power sign before, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, make of that what you will. Harry, let's get into the news. So much news. What's the first time? Yeah. We're going to start off with, it's been a busy week for VR mods, which is always uh, uh, a scene I love reporting on. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up, we got new footage of Prey Dogs mod for Resident Evil 8 on PC with VR support. Prey Dog is someone that did uh, VR mods for Resident Evil 2 and 3, actually made them full-on first-person games with actual motion controls, which was incredibly impressive. Is also working on PC VR support for Resident Evil 7. And then the last in the line, these are all based off of the Resident Evil engine Resident Evil yeah. games. Uh, the last in the line of it will be Resident Evil 8. Did you did you ever play Resident Evil 8? 
I've played like maybe two or three hours of it, which was actually my first ever experience of a Resident Evil game. I hadn't played. I played. I actually no, that's not true. I played like bits and pieces of of ones over the years, but like the first one, I've been like, I'm gonna actually, you know, maybe play this. And it's one of those games that I want to get back to from last year that I've kind of just I played a bit of and was like, this is cool. I'll play more of it, and then kind of got busy with other stuff. But I really uh, actually quite enjoyed it. I think it was quite a visually stunning game in like not so much like graphically but like the art style um the way the buildings looked the design of the stuff i think everything looks really kind of uh beautifully designed and i would love to see that in in vr you know i think like you know, like the mansion oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff and i'm like wow it looks really nice to kind of look at almost like every frame is a bit like something from a movie like a movie set you know um mm. So I would really like to see, I would love that for that level of immersion. It reminds me actually of a bit like Alex in that it feels like it has that kind of same level of detail everywhere you kind of look, you know, like even just a a wood panel, you see something on, you're like, oh, there's like little drawings or there's something to look at everywhere. Um, So no, but I'm I'm intrigued by this this mod because it looks quite good from the footage. I think this is one of those times we could be in a funny situation in that, Obviously, Resident Evil 7 has very, very good PSVR support, um, but it's all the, there's no uh, motion controls in it. All the aiming is uh, locked to your head. So if an official version of Resident Evil 8 ends up coming out for PSVR 2, which is very much what's speculated sure. slash yeah. hoped for, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a good chance the, the mod <laughs> that's being worked on here might be a bit more accomplished than the um, actual official support, which would be really, really interesting to see. <laughs> let's, let's keep up. Yeah, I, I don't would know, like man. to think that an official one surely would, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, I like to think that Team Beef's uh, mod of Doom 3 is a bit better than the it's true, actual it's official true. mod of Doom 3. So. Yes. Um, yeah. So you, you, wow, that's interesting. I didn't know. So you haven't played Resident Evil 4 in VR on Quest? No, because the, I think we, mm. we spoke about this around the time. I was like, well... I don't really want this to be my first experience of oh, yeah. Resident Evil 4. I cuz which is interesting cuz it's that perspective that you were kind of talking about in the review where it was like, well, if you've played it before, this is great. If you haven't, is this really the way you want to play it first? Like sure, like which yeah. to me I'm like, no. Now having known about that game and reading the review and all that kind of stuff, I was like, no, I actually think I want to play this differently first. Um, to me, it's a, it, it's almost a bit like which we'll talk about in a second, like Half-Life 2, if there was a VR mod for that, I wouldn't encourage someone to go play that mm. first, you know? Yep. Even though that's not a mod, it's an actual quest game. It kind of feels like it occupies that space of like, you will like this if you've played it. So no, I, I haven't. Um, the most experience I've had is bits and pieces of each here and there, some of the like weird Resident Evil arcade games that have come out over the years, yeah, and uh, playing some of eight recently, really. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, half the novelty of it is is replaying and seeing the things that you so enjoyed on flat screen alive mm. in VR. So, mm. I, yeah, I definitely think, um, especially if Resident Evil Eight is going to get official VR support, you should go back and try the flat screen versions of the two remake. And four, I would say in this day and age, those are the two mm-hmm, definitive mm-hmm. ones. I think I, I might have played some of the, I can't remember if it was two or, was two the one that came out like not not too long ago? 
like a few the years two, ago. Yeah, the two remake is a couple of years old, and then they did a free remake as well, like the following right, year or the year after that. I can't remember which one I played, but I played part of one of them on PC at some yeah. point. I don't even know why, but I did at some point, yeah. Yeah. But you also mentioned uh, Half-Life 2, and yes. the the long-awaited, and I, I'm not... I've been writing about VR for, I think, like nearly nine years now, and... I've been writing about this mod in particular basically <laughs> that entire time. Uh, yeah. It's very much a, a vaporware thing of uh, like people started it when there was like the Oculus Rift DK1 going. You got like some gamepad support in there and you could play through the whole game. But then as motion controls started to take on, uh, come on board and, you know, like the Vive came into the market and everything like that, people started working on a motion controlled version of Half-Life 2, which is seemed seemed to get this kind of burst of energy like once every two or three years where some excited yeah. new model will come along things. and be like yeah, <laughs> yeah like here we go i'm it's gonna happen <laughs> this time <laughs> it's, yeah it's, i've got i've got a quarter of the game working i swear <laughs> yeah. yeah and um <laughs> <laughs> and then the so what happened i think it was last year right that they said actually uh dr beef is is working on it and with another yeah. modder um, the name of which escapes me, uh, but which is a shame because actually the the mod that modder is the one that's left on the project now. Apparently, Doctor Beast taken a leave of absence, and they're sa- and they're saying, yeah, you can now play through like the start of the game through to like the airship bit. So that's what like f- probably two first two or three hours of gameplay, um, yep. and it's not perfect, but it works and it's fun. And the next step is to get like the whole game from start to finish. And then start working on the making sure it's actually feeling quite native and everything like that. So mm. we've got gameplay on the screen of the mod, and it looks pretty promising. Like there's ladder climbing going on right now. Uh, there's actual it's, hand models. It's uh, funny how similar meaning. it looks like to Alex, even though it's it looks yeah, like exactly. literally like a downgraded visual version of like it's just. And I think so much of that is because Valve have obviously, you know, one of the things my friend was saying the other day when he was playing Alex was like. All of this stuff is the same stuff. It just looks so much better, but I recognize yeah. it because they've got that strong yeah. visual style, which I think is yeah. why it looks so similar. But yeah, it's interesting. What I thought was interesting too was that they were talking about this mod and they were like, yeah, actually all of the work that was previously done, kind of a lot of it's useless by now. Um, yeah. And and I was just like, far out. Like, it so just hard, seems like it's, it? yeah. And it's so, but basically it sounds like they've, almost started from scratch because a lot of what was done is now considered not, you know, useful uh, yeah. anymore. So, but it's, yeah, it's looking promising. It's, it's, it's yeah. kind of, if it ever comes out, it's going to arrive at a time where it's like, okay, really could have used this like six years ago, but you, whatever, it, it's a mod. Reckon, and Do you reckon Valve ever have considered doing this themselves with Alex stuff? Like, I think, think early after on, maybe Alex, they were like, hmm, maybe we could make like a, a, you know, a year later, release a Half-Life 2 thing. I don't, I think, you know, it goes, the things that Valve could and should do with its yeah. back catalog yeah. go far so beyond true. just VR support for Half-Life 2. They go, it's so like, true. you know, Half-Life Source is a fully fan-made, uh, fan-made remake that Valve just ended up supporting yeah. and saying, this like, is a uh, really yeah. cool project. Yeah, all those ones that people have remade or like remastered, and they're like, oh, just put it on uh, Steam. You can have it on Steam because we're not going to do it. Yeah. So, and so <laughs> we'll yeah, the there's like, 
you get to the point where it's like I understand this is actually kind of why the series has kept some of its allure because that you know there is the bit that Valve makes and then there is the just the yeah. enormous community support around it, which is again what we're going to get to again in a second. Um, but yeah, I it would I would just love to see not only it running officially um, with what Valve does with it, but also maybe you could get this running on Quest, maybe. That would be so cool. Yeah. It would but be I think very, very ambitious. But I, I feel like, I can't remember, but I feel like Dr. Beef, I think Ian interviewed Dr. Beef and he oh, was yeah. talking about this. And he said there was something mm. specific about getting it on Quest. I can't quite remember mm. what the, there was something, I think it was basically like, it's not, there's no Android version of it or something. But although that's not the case for other oh, things. Okay. So I don't know. I can't remember what the reasoning was, but maybe that's something that has now been resolved or is less of a problem. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, this looks like surely you could maybe get it on Quest. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would like. To, I mean, it came to the original Xbox, so there's got to be something we can do. <laughs> it's the it's the the Simpson sit and run coming to Quest Two. <laughs> anything was on an original Xbox. <laughs> you you watch that be at the uh, Oculus Showcase next week, and everyone yeah, lose man, their minds. Don't don't don't! <laughs> I would lose my mind. That's like that's my childhood. That was a game. And this is another mod. Mods galore. Speaking, yeah. Speaking of the community around Half Life, so this yeah. is. I was going to say this is called Leviathan, but is it's it's Levi- not. It's called Levitation. Levita- levitation. Wait, yes. is that how you spell oh, Levitation? Okay, wow. It, it is, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. definitely didn't look at that a couple of days yeah. ago. Think Levitation. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have also done that several times. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But then I was like, this, no, it's levitation. Because the building, which you'll see in a minute, is levitating. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's also the Half-Life. So like, I thought this maybe one. it was just some Yeah, weird... I know. But that anyway. maybe it's like a, that's the whole thing. It's a play on words. It's a So this is, a, uh, <laughs> this is another uh, uh, fan-made mod campaign coming out for Alex. And the trailer for it uh, caused a bit of a stir this week because it's a really, really impressive trailer. Looks like a yeah. very cinematic expansion of everything oh, that, that came good. before in Alex. Um <sighs> Like, there's been a real explosion of of great mod campaigns for Alex this year, yeah. right? Like, it's taken two years. People are getting used to, I think it's Source 2, the engine. And, like, we're starting to see some real good stuff. Obviously, I thought the Return to Rapture stuff was really, really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Gunman contracts, which everyone is very fond of. I haven't tried those. Yeah, myself. I have to check out the yeah. second one of that. I haven't checked out part two yet. It's been on my list for ages. But, but we're, yeah. we're starting to see... Alex fulfill its modding potential in in that sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. I've, there was a while there where we were getting cool stuff, like oh, you could pick up a crowbar and actually use it and stuff like that. Yeah, but it wasn't really uh, taking on this massive life that you were expecting it to see. And I think that's mm-hmm. just because developers were getting used to the tools, and now we're getting yeah. stuff. This basically looks like a five hour expansion. To Alex, yeah, right? it does, which you know doesn't sound like a lot until you remember that Alex is only like 12, 14 hours, depending on how you play it. Yeah. Um, so really interesting. What uh, strikes me about this is that I think they've clearly put a lot of effort into making the trailer look really good. Like there's motion blur, yeah. there's like trailer effects. So it makes me kind of also go skeptic in me is like, will this be as good as the trailer? Yeah. Just look really good. Like, but that being said, usually these things when they look this good, Alex campaigns in particular do tend to live up yeah. to it. What I I would love some clarity if one of the modders is in the chat or something who was working on this, these Russell voice lines, right? Every time there's an half of Alex mod that comes out, <laughs> I'm always like, I have to write this article and I'm like, uh, 
is this an impersonator? Are they reused lines? It's so hard to tell. And G-Man as well. It, it's kind of like one of those things where they could be stitching things together. They could be, I don't know, maybe we're using AI these days. I don't know what they're I think, doing. I think G-Man is definitely a, a, a fan voice or a fan. Yeah, okay. You probably I know G-Man's so. voice better than... But I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, I, I always am like, this is hard to... Because we've had a few mods now where they've got impersonators in... I know there's people, I've played other ones where they've repurposed the lines or stitched things together. Yeah. That's one of those things that always impresses me slash I'm always like, what's going on here? Is this is this new recordings? What are we doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks very cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm super down for it. Like I said, I jumped back into Alex uh, with a haptic vest uh, mm-hmm. the other day. And he, like playing through the kind of North Star chapter when you're in that hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. What a chapter. Just the, just the texture to that game. You're just looking around, like, yeah. oh man, I wish I, I wish we'd seen more of this stuff in the past couple of years. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's that's one of those things that. too. I've talked to my friend, and he's like, "Oh, this is getting pretty spooky." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, just you wait, wait, just you wait till you're in the dark, and you know, when they got a torch, and there's just things leaping at you everywhere. Terrifying. It is. Terrifying. It is nice to be on the other side of that with with Alex and. Yeah. I'm able to jump into any section of the game now without really worrying about jump scares or anything. The mm-hmm. hairy the hairy head crabs, I'm kind of over now. They were a yeah. big You know they to watch were a out big... for um toilets. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's uh that's what's new with the mod the mod scene. If you're a mod, thank you for your service. You're making VR a, a much better place to uh report on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> We have What's up? Uh, What's a story up about Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight oh. Simulator, which is you know, uh, you know, still trucking along as it would, yeah, as it it's would. Flight Simulator, yeah, yeah. But uh, on a developer kind of Q and A session uh, earlier this week or, or last week, uh, the developers of Sobo revealed that around ten percent of people play. This is interesting wording. Play exclusively in VR. Yeah. So there's there's actually probably even more, more people, people yeah. that play sometimes in VR, sometimes in flat screen. In fact, one of the or, developers himself said that. Do you think that though? Because I did think I was thinking this through the other day, and I was like, well, if someone has a VR headset, because a the type of person that plays Flight Simulator is a dedicated person in general. Like, yeah, if you're playing it still now, like you're still playing it, you're a Flight Simulator person probably. And if you're playing it a lot and you have a VR headset. I reckon the actually the number of people who do both is probably smaller than you think because yeah. if they've got a headset, they're sitting down, they put on the headset, they're doing the full thing, or they're just playing on PC. I, I don't feel like if you have a headset and you're that kind of person playing Flight Simulator, you're either in it all the time or, you know, yeah. you're, yeah, I don't know. So I, think, I, I well, but it's still, I mean, it's still impressive. It's definitely a bigger number, right? There's definitely at least maybe, who knows, 12, 15 total. I don't know. The initial 10% was way more than I was expecting, to be honest. Yeah, uh, for like all the time I, too. That's pretty nuts. I feel like we see so much. Um, it's one of those things where you see so many people be like, you must bring this to VR and I will love it forever. Uh, and then yeah, like, and you it comes out and you actually... don't actually have that same kind of uh, yeah. reaction. But this is this is very... That's super encouraging. Like you said, it's very much an enthusiast market. So I would I wouldn't be surprised if even beyond that, some of that percentage isn't just, you know, people connecting via link on Quest 2, but like something like the Reverb G2 uh, or yeah. the Vibe Pro 2, right? Like something. Yeah, because you could also use it with an actual um, you know, 
throttle accessory and whatever yeah. on your desk, you wouldn't need to be using motion controls, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, super interesting. I also think too, oh, no, I've completely lost my train of thought. Jamie, take the wheel. <laughs> well, what was I going to say? You probably, you probably looked at this video and thought, my God, that's choppy footage. Which, yeah, this is, I recorded this, uh, what, like two years ago now? Um, yeah. When it first came out. I have a much better PC now, so I should definitely try yes, and jump back into it. I can't even this, try it because I don't think my computer would be able to support. I've only got a 1080. I'm pretty sure that like no, just no, yeah, no, 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 not no. going to happen, right? Like this, so I haven't even bothered. I, I was having troubles on a 3070 Ti a couple of months ago, um, but now I have a 3080 Ti, and I'm hoping that might just about make the difference. Yeah, if I jump back in with yeah. like a Rift S. Oh. Um, but, Remember what I was going to say. Hit me with it. The reason that I think is even funnier that the whole statistic got brought up, uh, mm. we're talking about, you know, whether people would even, they're like, I really want this. Then you get it and you're like, oh, I'm actually using it. People are using it so much that they complain that there's bugs in it. And they yeah, keep true. being like, hey, what's going on? Are you going to fix these bugs? Um, yeah. You know, because there's like, a, there's a list of a couple of, I think, fairly big bugs, like some things, sometimes things look washed out or stuff like that. Uh and enough people were like, "These, you've acknowledged the bugs, but like, what's happening? Are you going to fix them?" Like, and so the whole reason the stat came out was they were like, "Oh yeah, sorry, like we've got to sit down, do the work. We know that you're waiting on it. We play MDR too. We're aware." So it's like, even if it's you know ten percent or or not, there's enough people, <laughs> you know, loudly making I mean, playing it enough to be like, "Hey, there's bugs. Fix them. We want to play this perfectly." Kind of thing. Ten percent of your audience going through bugs would be huge yeah. if like yeah. Elden Ring had launched with something and 10% of players were like totally. we have this problem with it that would be a massive 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 headline I do um, wonder what the what the player base is for this like if if that's 10% what does 10% look like it must be pretty big right I think it's pretty big I think if you yeah like you said like the de- the dedicated market for this is really this significant too. like yeah. you think about um I always think about do you remember the MMO Eve Online um, yeah, made by the CCP guys who obviously did Eve Valkyrie and got into VR for a little bit before yeah, coming yeah. out. You never hear anything about that game, but they always ho- host a massive event for it in Iceland every year, where they bring people in all over uh, from all <laughs> yeah. over the world. Well, and like hundreds. And where hundreds are these people coming from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and yeah. and it's a big, deep, complex game with economies and everything that you need to like. Mm-hmm. like trading and everything like that and you're like who has time for this turns out loads <laughs> yeah. of people have time for that thousands of um, people <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so i think and i think that's i think developer the developer asobo is just sitting pretty with a lot of very very dedicated players you know world yeah. updates have been coming out every couple of months pretty much uh, uh modders can make money selling their own packs for it as well so it's yeah. you know it's got its own it's pretty cool thriving sustainable economy built into the game it also reminds me, this is a slight tangent, but it reminds me of like the people who play this are so dedicated to it, as we've said, that they will pick up on like all the bugs. Like I used to do many yeah. years ago, I worked in a market research place where sometimes we would call up people who had, it was on behalf of an energy company and it was people who had called up to complain about a broken street light because <laughs> uh, they had noticed that the street light was broken, called up the energy company being like, fix it. And then we'd be like, hey, do they fix the street light? Are you happy with that? And these people would always do the survey because it's like the type of person who calls up about a broken street light is going to do a survey 
a month later about that broken streetlight, right? And it's like the people playing this yeah. are going to submit bug reports and be like, hey, all of these things are not working. Please fix them. You know, I play this twice a week for 10 hours a day. Yeah. Uh, people are together. really into that stuff, aren't they? Yeah. yeah it's one of those things. I, yeah. I would really like to dive back into this. Not, none of us have tried it since it got um, the controller support, right? So I feel like yeah. that's a thing we need to dive into. Uh, but again, like it got controller support, but they weren't like you could now fly with a virtual joystick or anything like that. So I still feel mm. like there's. And they have said lots hand of work tracking to be done. maybe. Which yeah. is, but is that implying that you would flick all the switches on on the thing yourself and stuff? Is that what that's saying? That's, I would like to think it is, but that that's not what you can do with the controllers right now. I don't think. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. Like that's like, is there is there any is there any way you can do that in the game at the moment? No, it's just like that's kind of just a visual, right? No matter yeah. how you control it, you don't really ever go and. I think you, no, although I think I know, you push the a, throttle this up. Is a the throttle. Anyway, this yeah. is a heavy yeah. topic, isn't it? Yeah. The yeah, man, the man would know. Um, but would I would know. love to go back and properly try and tackle and review it at some point. If you could get a the performance and b the controls, and it's it, yeah, we're getting there. I feel like um, get like five thirty eighties and a Vajo and have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> if that would even work, you might have like ten thirty eighties or thirty nineties. Yeah. Just get a lot of them, yeah. stack them up, get like a server farm <laughs> in your own house. You've got room, I'm sure. Yeah, sure, somewhere. And the, and the mm-hmm. money, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all you yeah need. totally. Like a casual like 20K in a flight simulator, it's nothing. <laughs> that's cheap as chips. Most, have you heard what most flight simulator people invest into this stuff? It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. All right, next, next up, something that won't break the bank, I'm sure. Um, do you remember Rhythm of the Universe Ionia from last year? <laughs> yeah, I do. Why did, did you, you, you say that? No, I did you not, did a, no. You did a lot of coverage on it, I remember, but you never... Uh... Yeah, I, I wrote about this game, well, not this game, but the Ionia a lot, and I uh, did not play it, but it was just one of those ones where it was like, oh, it's been delayed again, uh, yep. it didn't make it late again, it's coming eventually, and then eventually it came out. But you did play it, and you thought it was okay? Not not great, yeah. Not great, it, it was, okay. So it, was, it, had a, it had a lovely uh, world, it was a very yeah. like, environmentally positive game, which is always something you should celebrate, um, yep. but it was... 40 minutes at the end of the day and that's right it, it was After 40 minutes for like 40 bucks right yeah. uh and actually like 40 it's, months of waiting yeah and <laughs> yeah like you said delay after delay uh yeah. lovely visuals came to all platforms everything like that but yeah just was it wasn't even close Quick. to what it needed to be yeah. uh yeah. really and so i thought that was probably the end we were of of that I didn't think we were mm-hmm. going to see the whole series again, probably. Surprise, surprise, a sort of sequel is actually coming out this summer on Quest 2, uh, Rhythm of the, of the Universe, Eolia. Eolia. Which what is, a... I guess, you can think of this as the Rhythm of the Universe cinematic universe. Well, in the, did, this, this takes place in a different like world. They five games. Yeah. Like, they were exactly. like, there's five of them coming. And so I'm presuming there's yeah. a Val for each of them. I'm guessing we're getting Eolia... Yeah. Onia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know this is, which version this, this is. is exactly it. I, last time uh, yeah. I spoke with uh, the CEO of Rotu, Jason Parks, a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying, yeah. yeah, like this is number two, but we still have the plans for the next world and the world after that. And all of these are different worlds. So you won't right. be seeing the same characters from the first game. You, you uh, might be getting hints <laughs> that those worlds exist. Um, but that storyline has stopped. And then it's this bit, is a, a side bit, step. Bit confusing. Bit like what it's, I don't know how this is working. How does this so, so, 
let's, let's 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 pull it out. Yeah. What I didn't realize before I spoke to um, the developer last week is that Rhythm of the Universe is not just a VR thing. It's oh. been like a stage play and stuff at one point what? in its life. So it's this big Crazy. <laughs> grand vision that right. the, the company, which is called Rotu, which obviously stands for Rhythm of yeah. the Universe, has just fully committed itself to. And right. VR is the latest medium that it is. Okay. Going into that, so so characters from that game, you know, the first game, were actually on stage at some point doing a environmentally <laughs> stage friendly play. play. Right? Yeah. Who's funding this? So, where, 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 I, well, exactly. A, right. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> what's going on with uh, Eolia is that, like I said, it's set on a different world. It's more of a barren desert planet this time, but very, very, very interestingly, the entire game is hand tracked. It is. Uh, you Optimal? can play with controllers yeah. you can play with controllers if you want right but they've designed all the interactions around uh hand tracking technology mm. to the point where if you do uh you know the classic hand tracking pinch which i'm doing right here then you can like move your hand around on like an axis essentially uh to do smooth locomotion so it's not right. only just uh you know like hand tracking but you're standing in one spot it's Ooh, actual living moving vr game um this series has always had a connection with music, so you'll be doing a bit more like precise things in this one. They say like plucking mm. uh, stringed instruments rather than you know hitting drums and stuff like that. You can mm-hmm. do that too, but we yeah. they're kind of getting into the minutiae. You see a little flute here, yeah, the fingers yeah. on the flute. Uh, you also like ride mounts, and the other the other thing they say is that this is going to be a longer game, like hopefully in the span of like maybe three to four hours. Okay. Rather than forty minutes, <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's good. So yeah, it kind of, it I'm kind of. So, I'm kind of confused, to be honest. It's yeah, it's a, a strange world, but I also kind of heard what I needed to hear to pique my interest once yeah. again for the sequel. Like, if they can come okay. up with better, deeper gameplay for a longer amount of time that gives you more time to like really connect with the world yeah. and. And they kind of pave the way with hand tracking technology a bit. Like there's like the climbing mechanics of the first game are still in there and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it could be definitely a very curious little game. I, I, won't, I won't say yeah. I think it's going to be like a, a must play adventure, but I'm definitely yeah. eager to see the, uh, what becomes the hand tracking right. thing. Is just it just I mean it, visually it looks pretty pretty cool. Looks interesting. Yeah. It's just one of those things where you just go, "Wow, this is this whole universe that we're, we're banking on," and there's several things going about it. And it's like the first one was a bit short and got delayed like five times and took forever. Yeah. And the second one's coming and it's longer and it's got hand track. I'm kind of like, "Wow, well, that's all." This, so what? The, one thing to say in its in its favor is this is only coming to Quest Two for now. Yeah, okay, that's um, my next question. Is no, no, no. Yeah, no, no PSVR and no PC, which I think. Oh, was the other one on PSVR as well? That yeah, yeah. Okay. And right. I think the thing was that they they started on PC, right, and then had to do the whole. Oh, and and that's the, that's the other really uh, crucial thing to say about it is that before the pandemic, it was meant to be a location based entertainment thing. Oh, like they were going to have it on like a cruise ship or something. Well, that explains uh, was, the like forty minute length. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah it does, okay. doesn't it? So you're like, right. oh, right, a oh, lot of this suddenly starts yeah. to make sense. This was never right. actually really meant to be a home-based uh, product. And they were like, quick, get it on a Quest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get it on PSV. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. 
So if they're, you know, if they're focused on one platform and they're uh, yeah. like delivering, they know they're delivering a home-based experience this time, maybe it could be a big improvement. Maybe. That's why. That has just reframed like the whole first game thing for me, especially the 40 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Because I'm like, why, who would put out a game like that for 40 minutes and be like, yeah, that makes sense because you want to, that's the kind of length for like a, you know, bigger location-based thing that you're playing kind of single player. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Interested? Wonder, wonder what it'll be like. Speaking of uh, strange, dark fantasy games uh, that have weird, dark lore behind them. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Mist. Oh, is coming yes, to, right. Okay, yeah. It's coming to uh, Walkabout <laughs> Mini Golf, which Ian Ian Hamilton, editor student chief for the US and uh, Upload VR, incredibly, incredibly excited oh, he's so about. Excited. He's so excited. You can just tell can feel it <laughs> he's always been a big uh, like huge miss guy he reviewed miss yeah. for us when it came to quest 2 um at the end of last year this is such a cool idea we we already knew that walkabout was getting is it labyrinth dlc labyrinth man yeah I'm labyrinth man <laughs> but Damn, this is going to be this is going to be areas of the miss island which i, I yeah. think apparently they've been chopped and changed just a little bit yeah, to just a know, little bit of golf courses um you, and it's going to be just a really cool themed mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I'm really. This is the collaboration where I'm like, okay, I would jump in and play that. I mean, I'm yeah. not like the world's biggest Miss fan. I'm not the world's biggest Walkabout fan. But the idea that you could go and revisit this as a sort of like yeah, totally. theme park celebration. Uh-huh. Of those I, I'm just like, give me more. Like, give me more yep. VR collabs. Give me a Half Life Alex uh, one. Give yep. me a Resident Evil one. Give me a, I don't know. Give me a Beat Saber one. I don't care. Give me a, I can oh, chop some blocks really cool, with then. my, with my, you know, club as I'm hitting balls. Or <laughs> a Beat Saber one would be amazing. Yeah, because it'd just be a really long straight hole. Yeah, and then you hit that, and then it'd be like a long straight Billie Eilish hole, <laughs> and then a long straight Lady Gaga hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I reckon it's like giving more of these kind of VR slash traditional game collabs slash weird 80s David Bowie movie collabs. Um, mm. Weird. I, I like that they're also kind of, I wouldn't say Mist is obscure per se, but like when you put the two Mist and Labyrinth yeah. together, you're kind of like, oh, you could have gone with like, I don't know, not that they maybe know that people do this, but like you could have gone with like Avengers and uh, Batman yeah. map. But instead, yeah, there's like a million other Star Wars things. So, so many things I would have picked. The, like, if I had to guess, if you said Walkabout is going to do an IP thing, I would have been like, I don't know, Star Wars, Batman, yeah, or something smaller. I think, but like we'll, on I that, think you know, I think this is the the kind of start of that domino effect, though, right? I was yeah, also totally. thinking about that, and then I was thinking about four v, the four VR games, so four VR Bowl and Dart. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, they should totally just go in this direction too, like. Yeah, I would love to Gotham bowl City, in a, an imperial hangar or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess it's you know it's a cool collaboration, but I guess in some ways it's that kind of realization of what some people think a so-called metaverse would be as well, right? Of mm. you just get to be doing stuff in all your favorite places. Yeah, and do whatever, wherever. Yeah, if it's been licensed. Yeah. So yeah. this is coming uh, in the fall of this year. Um, yeah, I'm really after looking the forward to trying them out. I would like to see. I would like to see a. No, I'm trying to think of cool uh, an Astrobot one. I think would be really cool if you were still giant. Mm. 
obviously that's mm-hmm. a far more mm-hmm. um uh tougher thing to do because I don't think walkabout is on PSVR yet but I would love to see an unplugged one that went through all the venues and also oh had God, the songs really cool. in each of the areas yeah they should yeah. totally team up with Vertigo after the fall Arizona sunshine yeah do, and then you could do like you could even do like a Vertigo Fishman's course tale? you could do you could do like courses based on developers where, where it's like it goes through sections that that pay homage to each of the games. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. I- imagine totally. a fisherman's tail golf course where you oh. hit, had to hit it into the lighthouse <laughs> yeah. and then the ball is suddenly uh-huh. smaller and you're oh my god. Totally, totally. That's the coolest idea yeah. of it. I've They'd spend had. like a year just just like programming, reprogramming the entire game <laughs> just to get that going. <laughs> it would have to cost like sixty bucks. Yeah. That yeah. That is the news for this week. Lots of Good cool stuff news. coming up. Yeah. Um, let's get into some impressions, and we're going to start off with uh, Little Cities, which we have preview code for, mm. and we've both been playing. Uh, mm. I wrote a preview of based off. I'd probably played about two and a half hours of the game. I would say based on the first yeah, two islands. I'd say I'm about the same now. I think maybe. And I would maybe I would say I've been really really enjoying it. Um, it is definitely a very relaxed. The game. The word they always use is cozy. Uh, kind mm-hmm. of game. I think the soundtrack, as you're kind of pottering about the island, is really, really fantastic. So yeah, I think it has just enough minutia there in terms of like the uh, the economics of its system. So you build three different types of uh, houses. Like uh, you have your residential zones, your commercial zones, and your industries, industry, industry, yeah. industry zones, um, where you have to kind of like keep them all equally spaced out so that residents don't yeah. get unhappy, but you have enough Not a stinky uh, factory next to, yeah. A, yeah, next exactly. to a house and enough shops near houses and, yeah. Yeah, and or wind turbines and stuff like that. Um, yep. And all of that is kind of what you would expect from a game of it's this... stock standard. Yep. ...caliber, yeah, right. Like, you keep keep your yeah, residents the, happy, but also genre. make sure you yeah manage your resources. Uh, mm-hmm. I think where we're both a bit like... Ooh, don't know. Is if it has the depth to then keep you going past two and a half hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So because for me, I played the first one and then I played this level and basically finished this level. Did you end up finishing this one? I think I got to level twenty. Yeah, because I think I got to twenty-five or whatever. I think that's the last yeah. twenty-five. So I finished the whole island basically. Um, and this level, the first one, I was kind of like, oh, this is interesting. I don't know where it's going to go, like how it's going to. Then I played this and it both solidified and changed my thoughts in that okay i think like there doesn't need to be like heaps more management depth to this like i think if you think of like city skylines if we ignore the fact that there's a city skylines game also coming out and just <laughs> talk about to. the yep. original city skylines um a lot of there's a lot of deep management of like you can change taxes for specific zones you can you know, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of different stuff you can do specifically like management menu stuff, which I don't think this necessarily needs. But I do kind of think it – I wish I had a bit more uh, – this focuses on you building stuff and I want you to be able to manage more via building things with more variety mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was like, man, I really just wish I could build a bridge so that I didn't have to have an intersection. That's what I kept yeah. coming back to of like – Oh, there's one way in, like particularly this part. I was like, there's one way in and out of this area, and it's, it's there's yeah. 
there is traffic. It's not like as a city skylines level of like your traffic can get so bad it ruins your city, but things were taking longer to get built. And I was like, ah, oh, I need a way to, to fix this. And I was like, ah, oh, I just wish I had, could make tunnels and, you know, bridges, um, elevate the roads just so I can kind of have more flexibility with where I am, like more planning, like more distinct kind of um, decision-making of like, because yeah. it feels like even looking at this, our, our islands look very similar. You know, like you've done the, pretty much the same thing I did, right? Like maybe the zoning cha- is different, but there's only so much you can do. Because you're working with a, a relatively small landmass and yeah. y- your roads are only ever going to be angular, right? There's no yeah, curving there's no or anything curving. like that. It does feel like you're almost, you almost have like that big green mat of Lego tiles where yeah. you can actually stick all the Lego down rather than... Yeah, but you've only got flat uh, tile actually, pieces. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. I, no, I agree with you because I, I I got this half of the island that we're seeing, if you're if you're watching on the video, like we're on a, vo- a volcanic island and you start off in like the top right corner and then you can either... There's four quarters can, basically around yeah. the volcano. And so I built down one straight half of the island straight away and there's like this very thin bottleneck bit at the base of the uh, volcano to get past as well. And I was just basically, as I was building, I was doing fine pretty much the entire time. Um, You're never kind of in trouble, like huge trouble either. And Uh, there's, there's an element of like, yeah, it wants to be a relaxing city building game and that's great. But I need, I need like to start level six and level six to be like, okay, you need to like be play. You need to be like on the yeah, ball like on with your every decision yeah. and making it uh, like totally. at the right time. Uh-huh. Because otherwise, why would I start a new island uh, over just yeah sticking with the ones that's, I've already built if I'm not going to have a different experience? Similar to the beginning of this island, when I got the first quarter, I was like, oh, I'm just doing the same thing as the last island. Like, yep. even though there was a few different items, I was like, oh, uh, this is, I'm doing, I've got to wait till I get to like level six or seven-ish and then I'll start to get different things or to get more challenging. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I, I don't want to just focus on the, because I like really enjoyed playing it. I was like losing track yeah. of time, having a great time. It's really fun. I think also the um, the little haptics, the sounds, you have this yep. wrist thing where you, you can see there where you turn your wrist and you can look at your stats. It has amazing um, sound design, I think, and, and really Yep. It's one of those things where it feels like I'm actually physically turning my wrist and something's popping up. It's making a big noise. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not just like a little virtual sound effect. It feels like a real physical thing. It's great. So there's a and lot of like fun things about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the UI is bubbles, basically. You have these bubbles above uh-huh. your hands that you basically pop to select what you want. Yeah. And it's definitely yeah. one of the better, like more seamless VR UIs I've ever actually Use, yeah, I think. you get I very. At first, I was a bit confused, but you get very used to it very quickly and start yeah. like snapping things quickly. There are a few things that I that are, that that annoyed me about it in that the there needs to be if there's an undo button for a city builder game, there needs to be a redo button, especially when the undo button looks yeah. like a back button. Um, because yeah. there was a lot of times where I was like going through the menus quickly and went oh, and I was like, no, that's the undo button, and then I was like, oh, yeah, there's I no redo that. button. Um. Needs to be a redo button. Like that's to me, that's essential. Um, and I, I don't know. The only other thing, which is you can kind of see happening here in this footage on the screen, which I got to this point with every quadrant, where I was kind of like, uh, I haven't unlocked the next one yet, and I'm like three or four levels off, 
And mm. it says to increase it, I've got to increase my population to level up. But I don't really know how to do that because I've kind of filled up all the space. Yeah. And yeah. It, the population kind of seems to just go up anyway. Uh, I think it just kind of yeah. goes up because more, I don't know. I think it just happens naturally. But I kind of was like, oh, I'm, uh, there was definitely a point where I was like, I'm just killing time here. Uh, you know, I want to do just, more stuff. Yeah. Actually, at the start of this video, is I, I, um, I like cut off the yeah, first like two watching, minutes because I yeah. was just watching my my hand being like it's am i going to go up another level soon yeah and sometimes and, it, it gives it gives you a hint to say like what you should do but sometimes then it's like like i got uh oh you need to increase your self number of cell phones to increase the uh yeah, coverage yeah the coverage but then i looked across the entire island it was like yeah but no one's actually complaining about that so and yeah it said that I've to me like even if there was one it. person and I was yeah. like, well, that's, you know, like there'd be one, my circle would cut off at the edge of the island. There'd be one yeah. that was like half in the circle and he wouldn't have it. So it would tell me that. So yeah, I had yeah. stuff like that too. I also, I, I just, I don't know. Like there's the other thing that I think too on the, on the thing I was saying before about like building options. One thing that City Skylines does is as you get further up, you can, when you do this zoning where you go, I'm making this residential you can then change the density of a zone. So you can go, mm. I want this to specifically be like high-rise residential. Uh, so once you get to like skyscraper level, which maybe this does later on, I don't know. I don't think it does though because it doesn't seem like it will or mm. would. But I would. that's the kind of little bits of depth. I don't want like more menus of like adjusting tax rates. I want to be able to be like, okay, this side of the island is going to be high-rise you know, yeah. on, the, on the coast and it looks really cool. And that also gives you more visual options of like design because you can be like, well, this area is high rise commercial, then there's high rise, you know, residential. It gives you a bit more to play with. That's the kind of stuff that I realized I didn't want more menus. I want more, you know, design stuff. But I mm. think knowing what we know that there is a Cities Skylines version coming to VR, Cities VR around the same time, which we haven't tried yet, I think that's going to be more depth. In the form of menus, yeah. because a lot of the gameplay we've seen of that is them looking at menus and doing that kind of similar skylines thing of adjusting tax rates, adjusting, you know, different stuff like that. And I wonder how that's going to, if that's going to be as engaging, because this is very like tactile. You're always kind of, even though you're not doing something at times, when you're doing something, it's very fun to kind of put things down and plan things. And I also think, in general, I love uh, the 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 match of VR for this genre. Like mm. I've played a fair bit of city skylines and I would much prefer to, if I could get the full city skylines experience in VR, no compromises looking beautiful. I'd play so much of that. Cause I feel like this is such a much more fun way to, to design it and quicker mm. and, you know, very cool. I just think it works really well in VR, but yeah, I don't know. I'm worried that we're going to get like half of the game that we want in either of these games. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just yeah. be here like, oh, could we could we put both of these together and have the perfect game? I don't they know. Might, I'm starting to. Yeah, it feels like know. yeah, the middle ground game might have been what's best because. Yeah. I think you put this it to me closer like, than I thought, though. To be honest, yeah. this is closer to like the the this is like almost better slash you know a lot more fun than I, I was expecting to be way more simplified and not as it's not it's not quite the Toy Town game. That, no, exactly. Uh, that I was expecting. That I for thought sure. it was. Yeah, and I think. Yeah. I think visually, it's a much smarter game than uh, Cities VR. I think Cities yeah, VR. Really I nice. think clearly 
from what we've seen of Cities VR, it's yeah. trying way too hard to replicate the PC experience. You know, obviously because yeah. it started with that with that as a foundation, but mm-hmm. this takes away all the kind of like texture complexity. There's not like any chance for anything to really like pop in or like get rid of all its meshes as no. you get closer because it's all just very bright, colorful, simplistic, blocky stuff. From the but start. there's there's lots of good cool details like that little bird you can see flying yeah. there. That when you get the airport and there's these planes leaving trails slowly, yeah. it looks stunning. Like there are little tiny details that make it look bigger than it is in terms of its kind of art design. There's a brilliant thread actually that the developers put out on Twitter, uh, I think today or would be yesterday by the time this goes out, which everyone should check out. It's like a ten tweet thread, but they kind of went, "Oh, we did this little thing and this little thing," and you know. Mm. Um, all these little kind of tricks, both in terms of development and like design, that they to kind of give it that you know little bit extra stuff. But mm. I think the other thing too that I that struck me playing this is that if you stripped the titles off both of these games, or if we just pretend that the city's VR isn't doesn't exist, and I played this without knowing what it was, I would hundred percent tell you that it was City Skylines, yeah, made for VR, like it. To yep. me, having played that game, I'm like, this is, the, they've taken all of the core of that game. It almost has the visual style adapted for Quest. It really reminds me of City Skylines. <laughs> um, yeah. I would have thought it was a City Skylines game if I didn't know better. It's just yeah. such a weird situation we found ourselves it in. It is a weird situation. And I do also think it's funny uh, if you've looked on uh, Twitter or whatever this week, clearly there's like some small little. Uh, ploy for attention going on between the two of yeah. End Dreams has made a big song and dance about the fact that this costs uh nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think Cities VR is either twenty four ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine, and yeah. it's like usually you don't see that big of a fuss made and about a g- VR game's price. First, but, is this the first one that comes out? This yeah. is this is out in uh, what like two weeks today. Two weeks, yeah, and then it's another week after that is Cities VR, right? Is it two weeks today? Yeah, it's two weeks today. Yeah, yeah, something wow. like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, April twenty first yep. for this, and then uh, April twenty eighth for Cities VR, which I don't think we'll get a chance to play before launch. Um, I mean, obviously, aside from review code, which will be embargoed. But yeah, you're, like we said last week, you're going to handle both of those. Um, so yep. I'm glad that you you got to play. It. I'm glad to get an initial read on where you are with this because it's going to be a very yeah. interesting little very competition. The only thing I was going to say too, which you might know because I'm not sure. Uh, this preview build we have, I think, has six islands in it. Um, yeah, six, and six islands is what's in two. the game. Yeah, that's, that's basically it's the full game of the preview game. Right, so it's six islands yeah. is the full game. I think so, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I did see, and yeah. I also saw a screenshot with bridges connecting different islands. So, yeah, see, I think, that's, I think that's like you'll get to put, because the next island I was going to play has different, like it's similar to this in that you've got four or three areas, but... They're not connected yeah. at all. So I think you must get a bridge thing. But I just wish you could make like elevated or lowered. Because this really reminds me, and actually now that I've thought of this, I want it so bad. Reminds me of like Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 and yeah. 2. Mm. Man, someone, a modder, whoever is in our chat, please, <laughs> I'm begging you, go and mod Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 or 2. I'll start a Patreon. I'll subscribe. Um but this reminds me of that, and you can do that kind of elevated, like almost like yeah. isometric. It wouldn't have to be complicated. It'd just be like, oh, you can go up one, two, three levels, go straight again, go down again. Yep. It's a little bit complicated, but I wish you could do that 
just add that little bit extra kind of like design stuff to it. So I could feel like I'm, I'm personalizing it more as well. Cause I, at the moment yeah. I think it feels a little bit less like you're not making your city, you're making the city on the Island because there's not that many options. Because the other thing is how much of it being this cozy, relaxing, accessible city builder is the fact that they actually want it to be like that. And how much of it is the fact that they it has to be like that. have looked at the features that they can get onto quest and have thought, yeah, we don't want to do yeah. all the massively complex stuff because it won't really work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Cause there is kind of like a traffic thing too with this, where it definitely like the worse your roads are, it does affect the traffic, but it didn't feel yeah. as punishing as the city skylines, which can be really like, if you've not thought about your roads in city skylines, it can just be, you know, terrifying all of a sudden you've yeah. just got like 15 cars stuck at an intersection for ages yeah mm. so that is city skylines and that's how yeah like no two it's, weeks it's today. not it's not city skylines no Jim. oh my god no that is <laughs> but that is that is where we're at but that is where we're at is what this. they should have said yeah but that's the brave cities, for little you. cities <laughs> little cities let's move on so i don't make that I mean, mistake again i mean very very forgivable mistake to be fair it's they're almost very similar you know i swear every uh fast travel game they have some sort of name that i'm going to have make some sort of mistake so with rafe the oblivion afterlife i spent a long time writing afterlife afterlife yeah right yeah (laughs) yeah to Mm -hmm. just avoid Mm -hmm. avoid these things and like whenever i know you do this too whenever i write about minecraft every time it's minscraft Oh my god! I don't understand how I do it. I don't. I don't, I don't understand know how I do it. Like what is in my brain? Cry. I've. I also, what do you do? Far I always, cry. I always write fari cry. I put an extra white. <laughs> I don't. The Minecraft one gets me because it's like I've been a Minecraft player since the beginning. I've only known yeah. this game from like when it was on a browser. How do I spell it wrong every time? I don't know. It's one of those things. Yeah, Minecraft. It's the meat version. My worst one was when I once wrote strategic shift but i left the f out of shift <laughs> yeah and uh we've all done one of those yeah. haven't we oh yeah anyway, anyway. talking about strategic <laughs> shifts <laughs> here we are so green hill vr is coming to quest uh today uh and Woo-hoo. it's really really interesting to talk about so basically uh, there is a flat screen original game developed by uh, a studio called Creepy Jar. It is your standard jungle survival. So if you've played uh, The Forest or you know something more indie-ish like Don't Starve, very much the same thing. Go uh, like crash land in the jungle, go hunt food, gather resources, eventually build up better weapons, eventually, you know, escape. Green Hell VR on Quest is not they haven't been very clear about this but it's actually not quite the same game it is the same story beats the same like important areas of the map then fit into a somewhat streamlined version of the game so there is less to build uh less enemy types and the the overall map is actually a bit smaller and that's very, very interesting because there, Green Hell is also coming to PC VR in a couple of months. And that yeah. is the full version of the game. That is oh. <laughs> the entire map um, and all the mechanics and all the buildings. Oh, that's so bizarre. This is, this is a very much uh, stripped back version of the game. 
specifically for Quest. Now, hit like right. I can I can hear people wincing. I can hear them wincing. I can see them wincing from that explanation. But let me just let me just put the story this way. I didn't realize that Quest was the first time I had played the game at all. I didn't realize that until I went back and played some of the PC version a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, this is really different. I was having a great time with the Quest version without knowing that. And yeah. I think it absolutely stands on its own. So yes, you're going to have lost a few things. Um, there's far less enemies in the game, so it's much more about uh, kind of resource management and not starving than it is succumbing to wounds. Although whenever you do meet like a, a puma or a, a jaguar or something like that, they are still very, very deadly um, mm-hmm. and like a serious threat. But what in terms of the building with taking out so many of the different kinds of structures you would build. Like in the first game, in the original game, you would build like structures to keep yourself out with the rain, for example, and those aren't really yeah. in this one. Um, mm-hmm. And you have like a, a much bigger set of things you can build from the start of the game just so that it's a bit easier to get going straight away. But instead of, let's say you want to build a bonfire. Uh, in the original game, you press the E button to attack or click a mouse to attack chop down on a tree in about five seconds, scoop up a bunch of sticks in about 10 seconds, go throw it all at that pile, and it's made very, very quickly. In this, you are chopping down the tree physically, you are picking up the logs and stuff physically, you are then like putting the logs in place on a silhouette like you can see in the trailer here, right. hitting them with something to get them into, sh- uh, like to peg them down in the ground, mm. and then you are getting work. some rope to properly tie them. Yeah, you're doing the work. And so you actually yeah. have like a few less resources, but it's in the name of kind of balancing out um right and and making it feel much more rewarding rather than like hard work. And so for me, there's this if if you take the game on its own merits, I think it's a really really great set of interactions. I think Technically, the world on Quest is definitely one of the most impressive. Like everything you see here on this trailer, yeah, it looks a little muddy, but there's really dense vegetation, uh, lots of different types of wildlife, very colorful game going on. And all of this, as you're playing, performs really, really well on Quest, provided you don't start to stack up the environment with too many items, which... Like if you find a coconut and you break it in half, suddenly you've got like eight coconut halves on your on your hands, and that's when it starts to stutter <laughs> yeah, a little right. bit. So don't get um, like a hundred coconuts and just break yeah, them all. In exactly. Well, that yeah. that is it. And I I, I said to, yeah. I interviewed the developers and I said I think this could use like uh like item delete option because traditionally in the main yeah. game, if something gets spoiled, like you leave food for too long, you get like maggots but maggots are actually helpful so they don't actually let you delete anything um because you're just Mm. kind of meant to be like always recycling this stuff but here it's like resourceful yeah i i I, you should probably (laughs) ditch some of those features just because performance wise i shouldn't be running around with all these coconuts like i have this (laughs) line of coconuts collecting rain and every time i walk back to my camp that's when it starts to stutter Um, yeah right so i think i think when I started to compare it where I where I got disappointed was that this is ultimately an easier version of the game and because mm-hmm. because the environment is smaller it's it's shorter to do the same story as well um but it's still pretty lengthy for 
quest standards, I would say I've been playing on the normal difficulty and I would say it's taken me about seven, maybe eight hours to get through the campaign. And how long would the PC one be? Do you know? Is it like imagine? I think you're 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 probably talking. I think you're talking between 10, 15 for the PC version. Um, It is a, it is a significantly bigger environment is the thing. Now, let me get this straight. Then there's the PC VR version. Yep. So there's two VR versions. They're not the same. Yep. This is. Or you don't really know. They've always said. They've always said um, that the development teams on these two versions are different teams and they are separate builds. And I always just thought that meant. I always just thought that meant okay, fine. The Quest version is still the same game, but they're they're just just spending all their time optimizing or whatever. Yeah. Um, Because I've played the PC version. And yeah. that's one thing you're seeing here in the trailer. Here is he's che- the players checking their arms for uh, injuries and everything. Mm-hmm. In the in the main PC game, you can check your arms, but you can also check your legs. And in the Quest version, you can't check your legs, so all the injuries are located right. on your arms. On but on right. the PC VR version that I've played, you can also check your legs as well. So it's I, I actually think there's there's kind of almost a stroke of genius. In this two-pronged approach to bringing yeah, Green Hell to, really, have we? Yeah. Well, no, and I mean, first of all, it must be because it's really, really expensive to essentially make two different games. Um, yeah. But you, you kind of, you kind of do this very good thing of making a version that makes sense for Quest and still plays really well and is a lot of fun. And then yep. if anyone's like, oh, I don't want to play this because it's a compromised experience, it's like, okay, well, don't worry. There's a PC uh, version waiting for you as well, right? Yeah, or if you have a computer, plug your quest in and, and see that that's got me thinking now. Not that this would, as we said, very expensive, probably not viable for anyone. Yeah. But like you know, the stuff like uh, Cities VR and Little Cities, I can yeah. only imagine if you could plug that in, and all of a sudden it's like the same game, but there's a few extra things you can do. It's slightly different, bigger maps, yeah. bigger, you know, more options for you know, I don't know, terraforming and 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 more yeah. complex stuff like that. Interesting. What a weird. Approach. So, is the when you said that the like story is smaller and the map is smaller? Do we know yep. if that's the case for the PC VR one as well, or is the PC VR map the full map? From what I've played of the PC version of the demo they had, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the full the full map. How interesting! So, yeah. So they must have shared stuff, right? Like they must have been like, oh yeah, we've worked on this. Me- oh, for like, sure. Bandage mechanic. Definitely, yeah. The- so, yeah. So interesting. Wow. What a weird approach. I do. Yeah, I do think it's a weird approach, but I also just think. It's kind of cool. It really, it really works, man. Like you're yeah. not playing a, you're not like. It's better than the alternative, you've, you've, right? You've yeah, you've kind of seen um, this this happen in some other places. Like Blade and Sorcery makes cuts mm-hmm. to get onto Quest, yeah. and it's called Blade and Sorcery Nomad, but it's essentially still the same game, and actually technically does suffer for it. It is a pretty yeah. stuttery on Quest. Whereas yeah. this. Again, if you hadn't told me that there was a different version of this, I'd be telling you it was a yeah, great survival game in its own right. Yeah, um, interesting. And it's it's definitely a more accessible uh, version of the game. Like like I said, it, there's yeah. less frets, so it's 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 easier on that sense. But you also get um, new opportunities. Like if you're holding a coconut and you don't have a, like a rock to bash it or, uh, with, any stone surface in the game you can use to bash. And just uh, yeah right, and yeah, and then there's like a kind of Walking Dead 
inventory system as well. So you've got like a walkie-talkie here, a, a backpack over your shoulder, a notebook on your other breast pocket. Mm-hmm. And I just think they've done a really, really incredible job of making it a very seamless native VR experience that no, isn't quite as hellish as the original Green Hell, but is a really, yeah. really good survival game all the same. It's also one of those situations too where you go, if someone wants the more difficult, like they're dedicated to playing, it's a bit like the flight sim thing we were saying of people who want to do it, uh, people who want to play survival games like dedicated, yeah. hardcore mode, uh, can probably plug that in on PC and do it on PC and do it wired because yeah. they're actually going to be dedicated to it. Whereas if it's going on Quest, it's going out to, as you said, it's like more accessible there's more people, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's definitely it's definitely the smart play. Um, yeah, because I feel like anyone that is like, why would I ever play a compromised version of the game? It's like, well, okay, you probably have a gaming PC to play this with then, right? Or at least yeah. you should, and you shouldn't have bought a quest. Because... Or you're you're aware enough of the fact that it's that it's compromised. Like you, you've played yeah. the original game or you're, you're keeping up with it enough that you realize that yeah. you care. So yeah. Yeah. I wonder and if I we'll wonder, see more things do this. It's, well, so that's, that's the interesting thing, especially as we move into the PSVR two era, right? Are we going to be seeing, mm-hmm. uh, this thing where people take these, abri- it's essentially an abridged version of the game. Yeah. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm all for that. If it means you get, you know, these visually rich, still mechanically complex, experiences um that are just and a something bit more that condensed. someone would still enjoy it's not like it's suffered yeah. for it in that if someone just played it not knowing they would just enjoy it so yeah yeah and yeah, I, yeah I think it i think that like honestly i think there'd even be benefit of uh making this version available in the que- in the pc and potentially if it happens psvr2 versions as well but yeah just yeah. Mm. Mm. so interesting. yeah that's I'm I'm going to be interested to see uh, the reaction to this one because if I was in Kuvo, I would have been a bit more uh, forward facing about the fact that this is not the same one one to one experience. Mm. But at the same time, I'm hoping they kind of s- save themselves some grief with the fact that PC VR version is coming. Yeah, yeah, super interesting. Is this one of those games? I, I, like I don't know anything about the original game. Is this one of those games as a very dedicated following of people who are like very excited for this to come? To VR, is yeah, it one of those type of games. I th- I think so. I think you know how um, you know how certain indie v- developers just appear seemingly out of nowhere and have like pretty good looking survival games. Yeah, the the survival genre is just mm. a very bankable thing. Where if you come at it with high production values, yeah, you're pretty much and you, and you can do a early access thing of you start with just like the first couple of areas and just yeah, yeah, items and then over a couple yeah, of years build yeah. it out. It's actually a pretty like bankable, less an risky thing. Yeah. So Green Hell's been a thing for ages. And actually, the first time I ever heard about it was when Incuvo announced two years ago they'd be bringing it to VR. And then yeah. I was like, oh, well, this is weird. This game's actually already out on PS4 and on Switch, and it looks pretty mm-hmm. decent. Um, yeah. But if you think about other games like that, so The Forest or Stranded or Ark Survival Evolved, these are all yeah. indie studios that have just made very bankable, profitable games. Valhalla, for example, as well. Yeah, it's all yeah, the yeah. same. Yeah. So yeah, yeah true. I, I and I think I think people, I think if you just have a quest, you've never played uh, the original game, and you just want something a good survival game, I think you'll really enjoy it. I will say, I, I, 
ultimately, I think probably Song in the Smoke is the better of the two. I was going to ask, yeah. But I don't know if that'll be the same for the PC version. That's, Interesting. that's the only other thing. But yeah. Yeah, wow. Unexpected. Was not expecting yeah. that. Yeah, wow. it's a, it, I, it really was once unexpected. I started playing really? the yeah, once I started playing the original version, I was like, "Huh, this is yeah, the same I, game." Yeah, I thought I thought when you said unexpected, like there's something unexpected about this. I thought you were just going to be like, "Yeah, it looks pretty decent given it's on Quest." <laughs> I thought that yeah. was the no, it like is. it it runs because I was like, "This looks pretty uh, intensive." Um, yeah, I'm surprised nope. it. You know, it's runs. a very very cool. I can't imagine how much effort they must have gone to to. Uh, get this version out while also doing the PC version. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's either that and, or it would have been a stuttering mess at the end of the day. So. And also interesting that we were having this discussion a few weeks ago of like, wow, this is the PC version and it's stuttering. Wonder yeah, what it's going to be like on Quest. And it was like, oh, yeah, we had no true. idea. It's actually an entirely different, uh, which actually, if you come to think of it, maybe might have been, that might have benefited from them being like, actually the Quest is a different thing. Yeah, because everyone's immediate thought is like, well, if this PC is stuttering, then surely Quest is worse. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, and they could yeah. be like, no, so, specifically, depth. Yeah, for that. specifically, it's a whole different thing, like completely different game. Yeah. yeah so that wow. that is Green Hell VR Quest Edition, and you have to very specifically say Quest Edition because the PC edition is going to be a very different thing, and that's out there on uh, that's out today, um, and we'll be following up with the PC VR version uh, in the coming weeks and months, and that pretty mm-hmm. much brings us to the end of the show Harry thanks so much for being here with me thank you for having me what a fun episode lots of stuff to discuss what a fine episode a fun and fine yeah. episode fun and fine fun and fine <laughs> next week we'll be mm-hmm. back with I don't know what's happening but we'll be back um, catch Ian <laughs> and Heaney talking VR tech on <laughs> Monday in the VR download uh, and we'll see you next week thanks for stopping by see you then thanks everyone bye bye